Okay, so first of all, before uh, you share a few words, like, Bechlal, what in the world is Tuvashvat? So just to thank some of the sponsors that were Mishtatif to make this possible. They make this possible. They make everything possible. All of you make everything possible. But Bedarach Prat, Mr. Heshi Shirts, Mishkai for the sponsorship. Akiva Tapper, sponsorship. Bechlal, the whole Shelley family. The Zecher Nishmas Levi Ben Avram Yitzchok who shleishim us tonight from Shoshan Aliyah Shkayt to all Mishpacha and last but not least Danny Shek also Shkayt for the sponsorship The Rebbeinu Shem should bless each and every one of them with Ma'am Mishnachas and Simcha and Bracha from all the payers that they ever have Begashmus and Bruchnius Ad believe die Alright so you know, one of the inyanim that we do in Kalmavak uh, Hashem is to exercise demons, yeah? Exercise demons. So, uh, for those that grew up in like more of the Hamish way, so, uh, heard Tu B'Shvat. So for some Tu B'Shvat is, there's no Tachman. That's not traumatic, that's just... And then for others, Tu B'Shvat is, you know, like a, you know, paper bag with boxer. You don't know what it is. Maybe like a box of raisins, you know, things like that. That's basically Tuvishvat. Tuvishvat is a very deep yontif. His mom is a deep yontif. It's 30 days before Purim. It's 30 days before Purim. So Purim Bechlal is a side. Purim Bechlal is a side. It's a Bechin of Adli Yada. 30 days before Purim, it's side Sheba side. Side Sheba side. And now this year, where it's in Ibriyar, it's a leap year. So now it's 30 days before Purim Kadin. And Purim Kadin Bechlal is a side Shiva side. Purim is a side. Purim Kadin is a side Shiva side. And now you're talking about Tubishvat is a side Shiva side Shiva side. This is why Tubishvat is the Yantif that Chazal barely talk about. It's Allah and Rosh Hashanah, as we'll speak about in a moment. But in terms of it being like an Avaida, there's nothing in, in, in Chazal about such a thing. Rishainim. Later, 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 as we get closer to Mashiach, the side Shabbos side Shabbos side of Purim begins to make its way known, begins to break through the surface, and that's Tubishvat. Within Tubishvat, within Tubishvat, there are certain payers, there are certain fruits which are connected to Tubishvat, which, although the whole Yantiv is a seeker of secrets, but these pairs in particular kind of make sense that we enjoy them. The Shira the seven species from Eretz Yisrael. Even not the Shosaminim, apples, oranges, these are delicious fruits. You look at them, they bring ton of just to look at them. They bring pleasure to eat them. Okay. It's not such a kash, it's not such a sight. But Tubishva, which is a sight, and it's the sight of Purim, the sight of Tubishva is boxer. The sight of Tubishva is charov, that, that fruit which is called a boxer. You know, it says in, it says in Pasuk, Tachas Hanatsus Yalav Roish. Then in place of the Natsas, the Natsas is like a thorn bush type of thing, the Varoish will take its place. Chazal sin the Gemara Megillah, Natsas Zehoman, and Baroish Zeh Mordechai. Tachas and Natsas, Yala Varoish. What does Varoish mean? Varoish is the Hebrew word for, for a boxer. So you see, Mordechai is called a boxer. So you see already that there's something going on that's Purim Dik by Tubishvat. Something Purim Dik. The secret. Purim is a secret, the secret of secrets is Tubishvat, and the secret of secrets of secrets is the boxer of Tubishvat. And that's Mordechai. So what's Tubishvat? What are we doing here? Alright, so I want tonight to be chizik. But I, I'll tell you the truth, the only, way I wanna, the only way I know how to do chizik, 
I'll be honest with you, and the only way I think chizik really lasts is if it's a chizik that makes sense. If there's seichel behind it, if there's a, if it's a primistic of art that is mechazik, that resonates. Just um, words. So I want to share with you chizik, but in order to get to the chizik, you have to just, you know, work with me a little bit, okay? We'll get there, position. All right, so what's Tu B'Shvat? So the Gemara says in Rosh Hashanah, we know that Tu B'Shvat, technically speaking, is Rosh Hashanah Le'ilonis, right? It's Rosh Hashanah for, for fruit for trees. If you want to know, uh, it's in the Gea you want to know, or even Chutzlar, it's in certain ways, you want to know what, if these fruits are coming from the previous year or the next year, what's the demarcation point between one year and the next? It's Tu B'Shvat. Why? What, what happens on Tu B'Shvat? So the Gemara Rashi explains in Rosh Hashanah that what happens on Tu B'Shvat is that the energy and the moisture that's sort of scattered throughout the entire tree begins to concentrate, really, really concentrate in the pneumius of the tree on Tu B'Shvat, preparing the tree for what's going to come, which is a giving Paris after the winter come, after the winter passes. But that's what Tu B'Shvat is. That's the, the, the definition of Tu B'Shvat in Halacha is that it's the day where there's a rikus, where there's an ingathering, there's a concentration of the kachis of the tree, which eventually you'll, as Hashem, very soon see in practicality in terms of giving payers. As you all know, everything in Torah is a body and a soul. Whenever Chazal are telling us something, even if it's re- relative to halacha, and maybe halachas that are not so relevant to us practically, there's a soul to it, there's an avoyed to it. What's the avoyed of this Indian of Tu being a day of rikuz, a day of where the energy becomes concentrated? And that's how payers come. Okay, a general question, Bechalal. Kids don't like vegetables, yeah? Maybe adults don't like vegetables either, right? Kids like fruit. Why, why vegetables no and fruit yes? I push it, because fruit is sweeter, right? It's sweeter. But again, everything has a body, everything has a soul. The nature of sweetness, the nature of oinik, is chiddush. Chiddush. Something that's a chiddush, that results in oinik. That results in oinik. If you haven't had something, even if it's not necessarily something that's super delicious, but you haven't had it in a long time, there's a schachis to it, that brings oinik. Even in seichel, if you hear a vart that you've heard a million times, it makes you fall asleep. If you hear something that you never heard before, it's a chiddush, it's ma'iratanuk. It, it, it's, it's delicious. It's something sweet. So fruit is sweet which therefore should tell us that fruit is about chiddush. Whereas vegetables are not sweet, and the chayra, that should mean vegetables don't have chiddush. But the truth is, the pel is, is manj The definition of a fruit versus a vegetable in halacha is what? Is that a tree, fruit comes from a tree. What defines a tree? A tree is something that always is there. Pears that come from something that's always there that hasn't changed at all throughout the course of the year, that's sweet. Whereas a vegetable is something that's defined as a vegetable because over the winter the whole thing falls apart and the whole thing has to be recreated in the, after the winter. So you would think, if anything, vegetable, which is a chiddish, the whole thing is renewed every single year, that should be sweet. But trees, which are what? Which are stable and solid that don't change. Day after day after day, nothing is happening. It's the same tree. You would think that would produce something that's stale and just bland. But it's v'nahapichu. Trees which are kayam, which are firm and sturdy and don't change at all, produce sweet, delicious fruits. 
And Yerokis, which is all about change and renewal and ischachis, produce things which are not sweet. It's oilum hafachriisi. Okay, another cash. Whenever it comes to Tuva Shvat, there's one Gemara you always have to think about. It's one story in Gemara that you have to think about, and that's the mice with Chanya Magal. It's the Indian of Charv, the Indian of Boxer. So there's a mice again, just a chazer quickly, because I'm sure you all know this, but the Gemara says in Tainus, the famous story in Dafchav Gimel, the Gemara says that the Yidin, the Yidin came to the Tzaddik of the generation, Chanya Magal. Chanya Magal, Chanya the circle maker. It was a Tzaddik of the generation. The problem was there was no rain, there was a drought. And they come to Chanya to daven for us. So what does Chani do? Sigmar says Chani draws a circle and he stands inside the circle. And he turns to Rabbanish Shalom, Rabbanish Shalom, your children, your bonim, your children have come to me because they see me as the Ben Bias by you. And they come to ask me to ask you for rain. Any zuz, and I'm not moving from this circle until you answer me. And the Rabbanish Shalom responds, a chiddish, a chiddish, then in the middle of a drought, when there's no cloud in the sky, all of a sudden thunder, thunderclouds come, begins to pour. Mamish, first it drizzles, and then Chodimagal says, that's not what he asked for. Then it's dogs and cats. And then Chodimagal says, I asked for Gishme Bracha. And then it's nice Gishamim. Fine, that's the end of that story. Then the Gemara says, Mamish, that, that was a crazy story. The Gemara says, an even crazier mice. The Gemara says that Oisit Tzadik, that Tzadik, his whole life was bothered with one Pasuk. Pasik says regarding Gullus that for 70 years of exile, that we're going to be like asleep, we're going to be like dreaming. When Mashiach comes, it's going to be like we're waking up from a dream. And Kol Yom of Shalazit Tzadik, the entire life of that Tzadik, he was mitztar, he was pained by that Pasik. Miyike, is there such a person that sleeps for 70 years? If Gullus is a whole lifetime, Gullus is 7 years, to sleep for 7 years, Miyike Inish, is there such a person that could do such a thing? So the Gemara says, Amaisi was traveling and he saw a person planting a boxer tree, a charav. And he asks this person, why are you planting this? Don't you know that the nature of a charav is that it takes 70 years for it to produce proper payers? So you're never going to see the payers. So the person said to him, I came into the world with a boxer tree planted on my bath by my zaydi. And so that's what I'm going to do. I'm planting this tree for my eneklech. So the Gemara says that Chaniyam Agal got all of a sudden very tired. He sat down by a rock and he took a nap. The next thing he knows, he wakes up, he's standing next to a full-grown boxer tree with a young man pulling uh, the fruit off of the tree. See, that's very strange. He wakes up, he thinks he slept for a few minutes, you know, it's just a nap. And he looks at the guy and he says, did you plant this tree? Did I plant this tree? My Zaydi planted this tree. So it became clear to him that he slept for 70 years. So he wakes up and he goes, the first thing he does, no, he's now refreshed, it's a long nap. He goes to base Medrash. And what's happening by Smedrish? They're saying over a Torah, the Amaroyim, they're saying a Torah, and the Vart that they're saying is so geschmack, it has such mesikos, it has such deliciousness, they're saying, ah, and here in Shmaitz, that that Vart is so lichtig, like it was a Vart like from Chani Amagel's time. So he says, oh, he gets up, he says, I'm not Chani Amagel, I'm Chani Amagel. I'm a Shegina, you're Chani Amagel. He disappeared 70 years ago, Chani Amagel. I'm Chani Amagel, I'm telling you, it's Chani Amagel. No one believed him. The Gemara says a tragic story. The Gemara says he was he davened. He saw these all by himself. He davened to Rabbanishlam and he was nostalgic. He was nostalgic. Amar Rava, Rava said, This is what Chazal. This is what the people say. Give me a friend or give me death. It's a pile ploy from beginning to end, but it's all tubishvat. Sinif tubishvat. 
the boxer. What's the name of the boxer? All right, so let me share with you a Torah that we have from the Torah's Chacham. Chaim Dila Rosa, one of the, the greatest students of the Rashash, just last week was the Rashash Yard site. So I'll share with you a Torah that we have from the Torah's Chacham. <clears throat> now, this is something that the, you know, the Torah's Chacham says in his way. We're not going to say it in his way, but we'll, we'll see where it takes us. The Torah's Chacham is Meir Akashim. Okay, The Kash is as follows. Very often we find in the Kavanas, I've mentioned this once before, that very often when we find in the Kavanas of the Arizal and the Rashash, is that very often Kavanas repeat themselves. There's, there's a Chazara when it comes to Kavanas. Uh, for example, uh, according to the Rashash, when you say, in Halacha we say this, when you make Hagafen, so you introduce the Hagafen with Savri Maranon, right? That's the minik, Savri Maranon. There's reasons why in Halacha we do such a thing. In Pneumius, the Rashash was Megala, that all the kavanas that are contained in the Bayer Priyagofen are first contained in the Savrim or Anon. And, say, and so basically you say Savrim or Anon with the kavanas, and then you have the kavanas again in Bayer Priyagofen. And we find this, there's such a malach we find throughout the, the kavanas in a number of different places, especially by Shabbos and such an Indian, where the kavanas repeat themselves. And so this is a question that the Kabbalim dealt with. The Arizal never explained why, the Rashash never explained why, they just set up the system. They didn't explain what's this inyan of kavanas repeating themselves. So we have a gili from the Torah's Chacham. It's a chiddush from the Torah's Chacham. And he says as follows, he says, whenever kavanas repeat themselves, this is the inyan. The inyan is, is that when you say the kavanah the first time, it brings you to a place of sweetness. It brings you to a place of mesikas place of Lichtekeit, of Iris, of Shemus HaKtoyish, of Elikos. It's a good place to be. But then when you hazard over, you hazard over, when the Negan plays once, it's Gvaldik. When it repeats itself, then there's a concentration of the Indian. A concentration of the Indian. When something becomes concentrated, when something repeats itself over and over again, it's not just Stam Chazara, it's concentrating the Indian. The Indian is becoming more pneumistic, it's becoming deeper, deeper. The sweetness is deepening, it's deepening. In the language, in the language of, of the Rashash, in the language of the Tarschacham, it's moving from Vak to Gar. Vak is a term, means Vak Tzavis, means the six sides of the world. It means that which is somewhat tangible. Gar means Gimel Rishonis, it means the higher three, Chachman Binadas, it means the intangible. How do you get to the intangible? How do you taste the Lakus? The way to taste the Lakus is to sing a niggin twice. Sing a niggin twice. We've all had this. Maybe you've had this tonight. Where a niggin starts, it's beautiful, it's very nice. But you're feeling there's a part of you that feels, nah, I could do better, you know? And then you close your eyes, and again, and Rabbi Joey has a chush to know what nigan has to be again, and again, and again, and again. And then what happens all of a sudden is that the hamaka, there's a deepening of the hisrakshas, the mesikos, it becomes stronger and stronger and stronger. Until what? Until every single word feels like a chiddush. And it's the same words that you've been saying 50 times, but it's with absolute mesikos. Every word is a chiddush. It becomes a nachal nevei makar chachma. Every word becomes its own living stream of insight of Meichen, and that comes with, with rikuz, it comes with repetition, with deepening through the repetition. We ask the question, why is it that Paris, which are so sweet and delicious, should come from a tree which is unchanging? 
The answer is because real mesikus in Yiddishkeit, to feel the iris of Yiddishkeit, it need, you need to have a Yiddishkeit which is stable, rock solid, continuous, at one niggin after another niggin after another niggin again and again and again. You see, Yerokas, vegetables, there's no chazara, you understand? There's no repetition. It's one niggin for the first time, and then they automatically move on to the next niggin. There's no, there's no hisrachkos, there's no, there's no concentration of kaychas. And because of that, it's not sweet. Children don't like vegetables. As parents, we have to give them vegetables, you understand? But they don't like vegetables because they come from a place of ar. Children are very close to where they come from, from the higher world. They still carry with them a little bit of a memory of what was in the higher world. And in that higher world is noyam, ziv elyon. It's just sweet and delicious. It's yoyim shakuli shabbos. It's vihi noyam. And so ni'imus, the ni'imus of the, of the world that they come from is unappealing. They don't find that in the, the quick turnover of Iraqis. But in vegetable, in, but in fruit, the mesikos comes because the tree is unchanging and it's chazring. Every moment, same tree, same tree, same tree. And tzamok, it's the same nigan again and again and again. Till every single peri that comes from that tree is moli ziv and moli or moli noya. That's peris. That's kavaldik. That's the nechonia magal standing what? In a circle. What's a circle? A circle is again and again and again and again. And that's how he evoked the kayach of what? Of Chiddush. Of Chiddush. That there's no clouds in the sky and I'm going to create a Chiddush, a new phenomenon that in the middle of a drought there's going to be rain. How do I do that? By finding Chiddush within myself. How do you find Chiddush within yourself? Repeating the nigan again and again and again. But that's all Shiva Saminim. That's all delicious fruit. That's all delicious fruit. So, so far so good, right? You feel uh, your nigan, your margish. A yid has a, has a chush to tell that, oh, in that nigan, I'm going to be able to have mesikas if I put kaychas into it. You've had this before. You know this, that sometimes you come to a davening and libi oimrelach, your heart tells you. Leiv oimrelach, your heart tells you and your hergish, your instincts tell you, there's something here for me. There's something here in this tefillah, there's something here in this moment, in this nigin, in this mitzvah, in this moment, that if I concentrate, if I repeat it, if I chazer, if I go again and again and again, I'm going to find Shiva Saminim. That's delicious. But what happens when a person's in a matzav where everything is repeating over and over and over again? In a bechina of, if you'll forgive me, like Groundhog's Day. Right? where things are repeating themselves again and again and again to such an extent where there is no mesikas. You see, here's the two, the two sides, right? There's two types of situations where there's two, there's two types of tree-like yidin, let's put it that way. There's two, like, two types of tree-like yidin where what, what they're experiencing is chazar over and over and over. One yid starts off with a fire and every time he chazes the nigin, it's with more ar, and more mesikas, and more noyam, and more gishmak, and more hamake, and more deepening, more iris. And the peris are mamash peris mesukim. But then you have another year that also feels like he's chazing the nigin a million times. But not because every single time he feels more mesikas. He's chazing the nigin a million times because it's like, life is repeating itself on end. It feels like that sometimes in the dead of winter, right? It's like, I did this before. Deja vu, mamish, deja vu, every single day. Shachas bin Chamayrov. Every single day, the same people. Same minion, same minion, again and again and again. Now, if that, if I'm on fire, 
and I'm in, in, I'm in the Indian of finding Mesikos, then the Chazara, the, 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 the repeat, the fact that it's on, on loop, makes the Mesikos even more intense. But what if the loop that I feel I'm stuck in is the Vechin of sleepfulness? Because when a person is asleep, you're also on loop. What's going on in your head when you're asleep? You're just chazering over the day. What, is a, what does a person see when you're asleep? Nothing. The same position. You were there, you know, 11 o'clock at night, you're still there 3 o'clock in the morning. No ischatshus at all. There's a type of renewal, there's a type of magal, there's a type of circle, which is all mesikos and the deepening of mesikos. And you feel the mesikos intensify. And that's the shua samina. But then there's a type of repeat, there's a type of loop that a person finds themselves in, which is not because the Masiko seems to be intensifying. It's a loop that a person finds himself in because they don't feel anything at all. That's why they feel in a loop. And Rabbanish, when the person is thinking, at least let me be a vegetable one day. Let me have a different nusa for, for, for shachars. Let me like, uh, like, like a svarti today. And tomorrow like a temini. And then I'll go back to being Ashkenazi on Tuesday. Like let me have some ischadshas. No, the same thing every single day. So Mela, if I'm feeling something, and it's the niggin again and again, it's kevaldik. But if I'm not feeling anything from the beginning, and now my whole life is on repeat, it's on a, a loop, that's not called Chaniyamagal standing like a son creating a chiddish. That's called a person sleeping for 70 years. 70, Shivan Parmah Torah, there are 70 faces, 70 ways of chidushim in Torah. There's 70 ways how Torah could become sweet and delicious because of the Chiddush of Torah. One way, another way, another way, 70, all different ways, 70 different types of Paris. Shivas Aminim, each one times 10. But there's such a thing, Chani Amagel is asking, what's the Indian of a Jew that's asleep for 70 years? Because here's the Soit Chavra. The Soit is as follows. If the Torah's Chachm was Megalatoz, that what's happening when a Yid repeats himself over and over and over again, is that the neshama, when you're repeating the same thing over again, is that the neshama is going to a deeper place. So what does it feel like, Hever, when the neshama goes to such a deep place, that the place that it goes because of the repetition, is mamash abachin of ein saif. You see, let's understand. When the neshama, when the person is repeating himself, and by repeating over and over again, you're pushing the neshama to deeper and deeper chambers, as long as those chambers are still within the world of the experiential, it's still within the world of the finite, then the deeper the neshama goes into those deeper chambers, the more gishmak. But at some point, when the neshama goes into the innermost chamber, when the neshama goes to the deepest chamber of all, that chamber that's called infinite, where it's just an infinite loop, not a loop where like eventually you'll get out of it, but an infinite loop, what does it feel like? It feels like you're stuck in an infinite loop feels like this is a day that's repeating itself over and over and over again with no Chiddush, with no Islavas, just in the dead of winter, nothing's happening. I thought I've done, I've, I've done this before, I've been here before. And you're trying to, again, the person's trying to hold on to memories of Hanukkah, trying to hold on to memories of like, you know, Yom Narayim, or hold on to memories of who knows what, some Hisairas, because a person feels that their mom is completely stuck in a loop. But here's the soy of the Teres Chacham. The Teres Chacham is Megaltas, a deep seeker, which is that the more, the, loop, the more you feel like you're in a loop, the deeper your neshama is going. The deeper your neshama is going. And when the neshama gets the deepest place of all, that feels like you're sleeping for 70 years. This is the side of the boxer. 
The Shuvah Samina means that you're in a loop of the first Chanya Magal. See, this is the Avaidu Chanya Magal. Chanya Magal's life is trying to get to that place of depth, getting to the deepest chamber of all. So the first stage in Chanya Magal's life is that he's making a circle, and that's a circle of, that's a loop, but it's a loop of Hisrakshis. It's a loop of Mesikos. It's a loop of one Nigin, Skishmak, again, even more Gishmak. And then even more Gishmak, even more Gishmak. And it comes with, and it's tangible Chiddush. And he brings rain to the world. It's Gevaldik, Shiva Rain of Eretz Yisrael produces Beiris. That's the Shiva But then Chaniyamagal said to himself, his whole life is being mitzayir. Listen to the tsar of Chaniyamagal. His whole life is being mitzayir. I want to be zoyche to feel like a yid that's stuck in an endless loop. I want to be that yid. Chaniyamagal looked at every single one of us who's in the middle of middle of Shvat. What's outside? It's, I don't know what's going on now, but before it was snowing and raining. The opposite of Mesikos and Paris, it feel, what happens in the middle of the winter, you feel like lethargic. You feel like everything is just repeating over and over again. It's mostly dark and it's mostly just repetition. You want some Isragshas and some Ischadshas. Chaniyam is jealous of that because Chaniyam knows that what's going on in the Neshama when you're davening Shachras over and over and over again to the point of where there's no time at all. Chaniyam knows that what's happening in the recesses of your neshama with that chakras is that your neshama is going to a place of ain't soif. Mamish infinite. That place that comes before the world. That place that's untangible. The place that you can't... It's so deep that you can't even taste the mesikos in it. That's what's happening when a yid is stuck in that loop. And Chaniyam is jealous of that. Kol yom His whole life he's bitzar. When am I going to be zaycheh to taste the sweetness and the deliciousness of being asleep for 70 years? So he sees the yid that's planting a boxer tree. And the boxer tree is a tree what? Which is about, what's a tree? A tree is about repetition. It's about repetition. Over and over and over again. Stability. The same tree day after day after day. But the most trees, at least after a couple of years, you'll produce bearers. So that's the first Madrig of Chani Amagel, where it's a circle, it's a loop, but I'll go upon him after just a few minutes, you see Paris. But what Chani Amagel is envious of is the boxer. He's envious of that Yid, which is what? Is on an endless loop. An endless loop without any Mesikas. The, the guy just feels he's in this hamster wheel of life. Hamster wheel of Ayaz Hashem. Nothing's going, he's not getting anywhere. And Chani Amagel says, oh, that's the deepest inning of all. That's the deepest inning of all. Because such Neshamas, that's getting to Ain Saif. What does it feel like when you're touching the infinite? What it feels like is endless loop of chakras. That's what it feels like. Endless loop of the same minion, same people, same mishpacha, same thing, just endless loop. That's what it means. That's, what it, that's what's going on when your neshama touches Ain Saif. That's the secret of the boxer. This is why the Gemara says that the Gemara shall create the world to last 6,000 years. But after 6,000 years, the Gemara says a scary, or scary line, and kids like, get freaked out from this. I've got a lot of kids that ask me questions about this. The Gemara says 6,000 years, and then Chad Chorov. And then 1,000 years of Chorov, destruction. So what does it mean? It means everything's going to blow up? It means the Christians were right about, right about Armageddon? Chas V'Shalom. What does it mean, Chorov? Chorov means the boxer. It means 6,000 years. 6,000 years, we're in this loop of Chayn that's the Shiva Saminin. Six and seven, the same minion. It's not for now. But Shiva Saminin, that's the first cycle of the world. But you want to get to the next stage, you want to get to Oilam Haba, you want to get to Ain Saif, that's called Chad Charev. That's called the boxer. 
This is why all Chacham of Sisrei Torah, Rav Shimon Bar Yechai, who's revealing secrets of Torah and Lag Boimer, we all know he survives in the cave. Why? How? So the Gemara says in Shabbos, a stream of water miraculously appeared and a boxer tree. Why is Rav Shimon surviving on a boxer tree? A boxer tree is always a fruit that symbolizes aniyas, poverty, gullus. It symbolizes dachkus, impoverishedness. The Gemara says that uh, Rav Chanina ben Daisa, in whose chus the entire world was, was sustained with Parnasa, the Gemara says, the Rav Hashem said, Kol Everyone is being sustained with all Shevra Bracha Natslacha because of Chanina ben Daisa, the Chanina Bini, and my son Chanina Daila Bekav Charuvim. It's enough that he has a, a, a measurement of Charuvim from Erev Shabbos to Erev Shabbos. Charuvim always symbolize Aeneas and poverty, sleepfulness. It means not having Mesikos. You were right when you were a kid. This isn't so delicious. But it's the deepest. It's the deepest. It's the secret, the secret of Tubishvat. Because the secret of Tubishvat is, is that Tubishvat is the day that we celebrate the Rikos, the concentration of what's going on inside the Elam. And there's two levels of concentration. There's concentration which, which expresses its Mesikos, that's the Shiva Saminim. And there's a concentration which is so deep and so profound and so infinite that all it produces is boxer. But the boxer that it produces is a peri of Ein Saif. It's a peri that's beyond the 6,000 years of this world. It's the Chad Chorov. This is why the Gemara says, this is why the Gemara says, not the Gemara, but Chazad, the, the Svarnak that I should bring down, that on Tu B'Shvat, a person should be mispal to have an esrog not, to have a nice esrog, the coming Sukkis. Is any of an esrog on Sukkis? See, an esrog is a unique fruit. An esrog is a fruit, every fruit is connected to the tree. But there's a deep connection between the esrog and its tree. The Gemara is, the Pasuk says esrog is called a pre-eitz hadar. Why, why does that mean esrog? So the Gemara says the word hadar means beautiful, it means sweet and delicious. It's so pleasant to the eyes, it's a beautiful fruit, it brings tanum to even see it. And the word hadar comes from the word hadar, the one that lives. And Nesrik, the Gemara says, is a, is a tree, is a fruit that lives It lives on the tree the whole year. Every single season, the Esrik is found on the tree. You see this, Chavra? A tree means Chazar, Nachamal, Nachamal, Nachamal. How, uh, whatever the day was called, I don't remember anymore. Groundhog's Day. It was over and over and over again. The same thing, over and over, without any Mesikas, without any Mesikas. And the Esrik is like that. The Esrik lives on the tree. And the Esrig is Masik Midvash. The secret of the Esrig is, and this is what Tubishvat is, the Davini. What do we daven for in Tubishvat? You daven to have an Esrig no. The Davini Tubishvat means, Rabbanu Shalom, open my eyes, that I should be able to see and to feel a little bit of the Masikas, of what it's like to be a Yid that's, that feels like he's in an endless loop. Because Rabbanu Shalom, I know that the fact that I feel like I'm in an endless loop, the fact that I feel it's just day after day after day, without any ischadjas, without any israimus, without any change at all, it's just nacha drop, nacha drop, nacha drop. And I feel completely barren and empty of all kaiches. But Rabbi Hashem, I know on Tu B'Shvat that you are Megal through the Tzadik, the Tars Chacham, that Davka, when things repeat itself, with every repetition, the Nisham is going deeper. And so Rabbanu Shloylam, when I'm repeating myself like a, with, a, with a niggin from Rab Joey and I'm feeling this rakshas again and again and again, that's Shosamina. 
But Rabbanu Shalom, I want on Tu B'Shvat that I should be zoichet to taste a little bit of the Mesikas and a little bit of the Mechazik Mayon Amuna that Davke in the repetition of the endless cycle without any Mesikas of a carob tree, of a boxer tree, I want to be zoichet to taste the Mesikas even in that a little bit. That's the Bechin of an Esrik. An Esrik is one with the tree. The tree means stability. The tree means unchanging. The tree means repeat over and over and over again. And the fruit that it produces is Mosig Mitvash. And an esrog means to taste the deliciousness in the tree. Ta meitz ketama pri. Rosh plan was that the tree should taste of the fruits. And that only was the sky with one tree, and that's the esrog. This is why the esrog is unique, that it has a pitam. If you think about it, the pitam is wood. It's almost as if the branch of the tree is extending through the fruit, through the fruit right? It's almost as if it's going straight through. And it's like on a, on a skewer. And you're just taking the esrog off of the skewer. The whole inning of esrog is that it's one with the tree. Because that's what Tuba Shvat is. To Davin to Rabbanu Shloim to be Mechazik or Ramuna Bitochi. That Davke Yidin. That feel like they're be Mechayim Mitzvahs Anoshim Ulamada. That they're just on repeat. And the guy's putting on tefillin and you ask him, Do you even know what you're doing? And he says, I don't know what I'm doing. So why are you doing it? I don't know. It's just my, the, my hands are in the habit of going like this. That's why I'm doing it. Tuba Shvat says, There's no holier Jew than that. Because you know what it means? A Jew that's an autopilot. You know what it means? A Jew that's so used to mitzvahs, that's so used to davening shachris, that he just davening shachris every single day without any mitzvahs, and he still does it. You know what's happening at that time? It means that Hashem is going to the deepest place of all. Chani Amagel, after experiencing sleeping for 70 years, where he gets to that place of ain't soif, of repetition, an entire lifetime of repetition, where nothing's happening but I'm chazering the day over and over and over again for an entire lifetime. You know what happens? He's bachlal in a place of Ain Saif and he's nostalgic. No one even recognizes him anymore. That's not a tragedy. It's not little Mila. His whole dream in life was that he should go to the place of Ain Saif. That was his whole dream in life to get to that place. And it was finally Zaychet to Adafka by being Kashir himself to Yidin like us. That's what Khanimagal got it. That's the secret of Tubishvat. This is Purim. The boxer is Purim. The boxer is Mordechai. What happens on Purim? Nothing. What was before Purim? Yidin Aranachashverish is Malchus. What's after Purim? The Yidin Aranachashverish is Malchus. What happened? Nothing. That's Purim. How does Purim, when does the nace really kick off? When, when Achashverish can't sleep and they, and they bring the book of Sefer Zechronis and they repeat to him what already happened. That's the secret of Purim. What's Purim? You drink again and again and again and again to the point of where you get to a place of ain't within yourself. That's the secret of Purim. The beginning of Purim is Tuvishvat. Because the ending of Tuvishvat is to get to that place, to have a Muna, to have a Muna, that there is an infinite Mesikus that is taking place in the recesses of your Neshama when you're on repeat, when you're on autopilot, when it's Chazring over and over and over again without any Hisrakshas at all. The Amuna is on Tuvishvat, and the Mesikus is experienced on Purim. That's what's going on. It's one hemshech. What we're beginning right now tonight is the beginning getting to Purim. That's the Indian. That's what Tubishvat is. It begins, and tonight is the Indian of Amuna. To have Amuna and to Davin to to give us Amuna, that when you feel you're on repeat and you feel that just everything is on an infinite loop over and over and over again without any Mesikas at all, to have Amuna, that Davka in that nothingness. 
Dafke in that absolute sleepfulness, that your whole life is asleep, your whole life is just repeating itself over and over again without any ischadshas, without any renewal at all, and all you are is a boxer tree, and for 70 years there's no Paris at all, there's no Masikas at all. The Yantiv of Tuvishar, it's Mechazik, Ramun, and Davin, let me believe in Chanya Magal. Let me believe that Davka, that Matzev, and Davka, those Yidin, are the deepest of all. And when we get to Mashiach Tzidkenu and he ushers us into that era, that time period that's called Olam Haba, it's Davka through Chad Chorov. It's Davka through a thousand years of being a boxer fruit. Because a boxer fruit means Davka Yidin like us. And then when you're Mechazik, you're Ramun, and Tuvishvat, then you're able to taste the Masikas of that Chazara and the actual Masikas of what's going to be in Olam Abba, the experience of that thousand years of just Ein Saif. That's what Purim is. Adelo Yoda. Adelo Yoda. An endless cycle of an Ahapichu. What's up is down, what's down is up. That's the circle of Chanyamagal, the endless cycle of Tubishma. The Rabbanishim should help and bless each and every one of us with feeling the Masikas and knowing and believing that when you have Masikas, that's Gavadik, that's Shiva Saminim. And when you don't have Masikas, that's even deeper, that's called Boxer. The Rabbanishim should bless each and every one of us with a Chag Kosh Sameach, a good Yar, a Lichtig Yar, a Shana Toivo Masuka, Masuka on all levels, but Gashmis of Ruchnias, all the Paris that we ever want to have, but Gashmis should be in the sky. And be naim gashvim ayin by an ear of a shuvah shemutziyin. The bias called tzaddik merve meinu omer.